I'm Johnny Massacre and welcome to the Johnny Massacre show. This is the Thursday Night Massacre. On tonight's show, Disney is rebooting The Predator. And guess what? It's woke. Who's fucking with me? Give me a hell yeah. Okay. So, Predator, fucking amazing movie. I could talk about that for quite a while. Who does not like The Predator? Who does not like that shit? Fucking awesome movie. It shouldn't be good. It shouldn't be good. But it has withstood the test of time. And there's been a few reboots or sequels or whatever since Predator 2, which came out fucking back in the day in the 80s. And they've all been shit. They tried to cross-pollinate the Predator brand with the Aliens brand, and that was the downfall of Aliens. Thanks a lot, Fox. Anyways, Disney, they bought Fox, and now they have control of Predator and Aliens. And, I mean, part of me thought maybe they won't do some ultra-woke shit because even they fucking know the target audience of the Predator. But I was wrong. So let's have a look at comic book news. They say Disney's Predator 5 woke, didn't learn from Terminator. <laughs> oh my God. Another box office dud is incoming. As it's learned, Disney's planned Predator 5 movie will be woke as hell. Details are emerging about Predator 5, which Disney now owns the rights to following the purchase of Fox Studios. As the flick will feature a female lead who goes against gender norms and traditions to become a warrior. Sounds a lot like Star Wars and that was Fucking awful. The info comes from the Aliens and Predator fan site, AVP Galaxy, who spotted character descriptions for Predator 5 from a casting call, which they followed up with exclusive info about the movie. Regarding the character descriptions, Predator 5 is said to feature K-E-E female, 19 years old. Her name, Key, means no in Comanche. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Sounds like a real feminist. A name she has earned by perpetually refusing to do as she's told her entire life. Key is very close to her younger brother, Tabe, who is being groomed as a leader. Or probably for the paedophile ring in Hollywood. As capable as any... Sorry, I didn't mean that. As capable as any young... I'm not fucking sorry. It's just a joke. Calm down. As capable as any young man in the tribe. Key has always been a teacher and source of inspiration for Tabe. In the Comanche way, she is Patsy. That Oh, man, this is hard. Okay. She's Patsy, the elder sister that has helped to shape him. Key is a truth teller and has an insight that others do not. A tomboy, which means a Mary Sue, because all Mary Sues are sexless tomboys she wants to prove herself in the masculine world of the comanche well why do you have to be a tomboy why don't you be feminine why do you have to become a man to be like a man why don't you just cast a fucking man in the lead role of the most testosterone fueled movie of all time anyways when danger threatens them all key sets out to prove that she's as capable as any young warrior yay propaganda for all the young girls as we try to turn them into horrific tomboys Tabe, the male character, is 17 years old, seeking to play, seeking 18 to play younger. This really is fitting in with the perverted Hollywood Epstein ideals, isn't it? Tabe's name means sun, like the star in the sky, in case you didn't know what the fucking sun was, which lets you know the tribe's expectations for him. He's being groomed to be a chief one day, having relied on the counsel of his older sister, Key, his patsy for his entire life. Tabe has just had a taste of success in one of his first big hunts. 
blah fucking blah in addition a separate casting call the site lists offers the following which is said to be a more updated description of where the 19 year old teen is now 15 years old quote let's start with our rebellious girl whose name key means no they are looking for a 15 year old to take on the role of a rebellious comanche teen gotta satisfy those perverted hollywood executives she has a close relationship with her brother he is our second lead the 18 year old tabe whose name means son key is a truth teller who sees what others don't as she guides her brother even though he's three fucking years older than her but mary sue's are just godlike everybody listen to them everyone loves them and there's nothing they can't do he's expected to become chief one day okay so she aims to defy the rules set by the masculine world of the comanche great so the synopsis is the exclusive info they share, says director Dan Trachenberg, will start filming in a few months and will begin filming in the middle of May in Calgary, Canada. That's a pretty good fucking authoritarian woke world to film this shit show in. The site offers the following synopsis for Predator 5 that offers the 15-year-old teen wants to prove herself in a masculine world. Okay, so it's more of the same shit you've already just heard. And I think that's pretty much all you need to... Here, thank you for bearing with me through that ear aid. So as you can see, your worst nightmares are literally <laughs> coming true. Predator 5 is going to be woke as fuck. Now, my friend sent me a good meme about this, which I would like to share with you. Check this shit out. The reboot of Arnold Schwarzenegger's Predator has found its star. And this is the woman who's going to be the star of Predator. And then we've got Arnold, an illustration of Arnold in his military fatigues, wielding a machine gun, questioning, is she going to nag the Predator to death? So that's actually what the characters in the original Predator would have said, which begs the question, why the fuck are you casting this little harmless girl? I talked about this shit yesterday in regards to the fact we're all fucked because Disney owns everything it owns star wars it owns indiana jones it's bought fox so it owns aliens it owns x-men with the fucking alpha wolverine and it owns fucking all this great intellectual property and so now as if the left didn't own enough institutions and pillars of power as it is what with them owning education and sports and just the mainstream media and big tech and all the levers of power now they own all the cool movies which means well, when leftism infects anything, it becomes shit. So this is going to be shit as well. Why you do this? Why you do this, Disney? <laughs> Why you do this? I, I think everyone's questioning this. All the articles I've read about this, they're all asking, why do people keep making woke movies? I guess just in the spur of the moment, I kind of feel that in the beginning, everyone knows it's shit. But if every movie becomes woke and there's nothing else to choose from, then people eventually will just start to accept it. And the new generation of kids will just be groomed to have low standards and not question it. And if you don't know anything better, and considering they're going to fucking censor all the other movies anyways, these woke wankers, then maybe people eventually accept this woke dog shit. Predator, the original film, if you haven't seen it, was just pure masculinity. It was ra it was a raging volcano of testosterone showering <laughs> the male seed all over the, <laughs> the 
the viewers' faces. It was it was fucking amazing. It was great. And there's not that much dialogue in it, but it's still really compelling. And the characters, one of the reasons it was so good was because it was really masculine. It's a celebration of all things masculine. But as you know, feminists, they hate men so much. They just want to take over our beloved franchises and stomp on them to death with their high heels and show that women can be heroes too and make leftist propaganda. They're obsessed with kids just controlling you and censoring you with big text, not enough. They want to get into your kids' brains and brainwash them to be feminists, a.k.a. Democrats, because only Democrats support this insulting doctrine that's being applied to women. No, you can't be heroes too, ladies. I'm sorry. Jungle commandos. You cannot be a fucking jungle commando. To prove my point, go and Google female commandos. All you get is articles about reasons not to wear fucking underwear. And that says it all. Predator is the most alpha movie ever. It features tobacco-chewing, slack-jawed, faggot-baiting, M16-wielding, knife-throwing, native-girl-saving motherfuckers. So this woke Disney reboot is 1,000% going to fail. Again, I just want to say, I honestly didn't think they'd do this. I thought they would have learned from Star Wars. But I guess leftism is a mental disease leftism and all that shit that's wrapped up and entangled with it like feminism it's like a mental disease so why does this happen <coughs> excuse me why are they continue fuck me <coughs> man even i'm suffering from the cancer of feminism starts in the lungs why why does this happen why do these big movie companies keep churning out these woke films the only successful woke film i can ever think of is Captain Marvel. And the, with what's going on with the sequel and shit, I don't think that's going to have the same success. I didn't think people had truly woken up to the wokeness at that point. But that's the only successful woke movie I can think of. Unless you count shit like Frozen, which is fucking awful. I went on a date and I said to the bitch, what do you want to fucking watch? And she chose Frozen too. I fell asleep in the fucking cinema. Anyways, but... Frozen doesn't count because that just, it's an original property. We're talking about these, these much loved intellectual properties like Star Wars and Predator. Why do they keep making them woke? My only explanation is that feminism is cancer. You know that if you criticize feminism, you're sexist. So therefore, once you have a feminist get her high heel in the door or her low... Oh, she's not going to wear high heels because they're all ugly. Usually most of them are ugly. Just joking. They're beautiful. Once you let those people in the door, you let them get their foot in the door, you're kind of fucked. Because anytime you try to stave off their advances, you're just going to get called a sexist. So you have to kind of move aside and just give them the run of the place. It's like a cancer. Once you let them in, once it invades your system, you're infected. They've got the run of the place. You can't get rid. So I'm going to sidetrack into Star Wars because, and I think it's relevant because Star Wars is a great example of what will happen if you let this woke feminist shit into your movies. So Kathleen Kennedy, she's the feminist producer of the recent Star Wars sequels. Remember, she said, the force is female. And there's a picture of her with her mates, all five of them. They're all rough, by the way, <laughs> wearing forces female t-shirts. So she had the run of the place you let the feminist in now she has the run of the place power corrupts she's getting power postmenopausal women don't really have anything to hold on to other than power once that withers 
they're fucking useless. Let's let's be honest. So you've got Kathleen Kennedy, post-menopausal, feminist, man-hating Kathleen Kennedy with the run of the place, the run of fucking Lucasfilm. And she fucked it all up. She fucked up three fucking movies. The, the writing was on the wall then. After the first one, which was shit, it actually did pretty well. After the second one, which was awful, very feministy, they didn't learn. And with Rise of Skywalker, the third one, they still did the same woke shit. And now they're still doing it with The Predator. After that Star Wars clusterfuck, Kathleen Kennedy stepped down and there was a beef between her and the other Star Wars producers, the old boys. And she basically went to start her own production company. And it, that was following the rumor that Disney was resetting Star Wars after she destroyed it. And she was planning to take as many of her Lucasfilm sycophants with her, her loyalists, as possible. After all, after all of this, you would think that she'd basically leave because they didn't want her in charge anymore. But she fucking stayed and she still has her talents in the fucking mix. Why is she doing this? Because of power, like I said. And now basically there's a civil war between Kathleen Kennedy and people who are loyal to the people who originally made Star Wars, which is George Lucas um, and people like that. Kathleen Kennedy, she's still in the mix Apparently, she's overseeing the Obi-Wan franchise. She's going to emasculate Obi-Wan. You know that's going to happen. I think she's overseeing the Rogue Squadron film, and she cast the director. So she's still around. Once you let this woke shit in, the power will not be relinquished because these feminists, they're all ugly, and so the only thing they have is power, especially if they're post-menopausal. Kathleen Kennedy... Indiana Jones, she's, she's producing that. That's going to be woke as shit. The... Go and check out, just Google woke Indiana Jones and you'll see that the same thing happening to Predator is happening to Indiana Jones. Anyways, this is how you end up with this weird feminist woke shit in movies that just keeps on happening again and again and again because people are too afraid to challenge feminists because if they do, you're going to be called a, wait, wait for it, what is it? A sexist. And... On another side note, why, why, why is it that feminists are always so ugly? Please show me a hot feminist. The reason desirable men just don't go after feminists and therefore feminists need a way to explain that. So instead of going to the gym or, I don't know, looking in the mirror, they just try to destroy all the other beautiful women. Notice in the Predator script, it's got a tomboy in it. Some androgynous fucking tomboy. And that's the feminist attempt to destroy the female beauty because they'll never, ever have it. If I can't be pretty, no one can. That's the feminist ideology. And so they basically try to make being beautiful a taboo, which is proved by in London, they banned these bikini adverts trying to advertise some kind of dieting or gym program. That was obviously done by leftist, woke, feminists. And then once all beauty is destroyed with nothing to compare themselves to, feminists finally become beautiful. I mean, if the whole female race died apart from one and it was a minging feminist, to be honest, there is a small a small chance, but a chance nonetheless that I'd want to shag her too. And that's basically the logic of the feminists. And now feminism is coming to the predator. I mean, fuck it. Why don't you just make a feminist predator? Uh, sorry, a feminist terminator, right? If you're going to do predator, you might as well just make a feminist term. 
Now, hang on, they already did, and it bombed at the box office, and it tanked the whole franchise. So, there you go. Woke, feminist, predator, which I think should be called predatits, or predator, no, predatits, is, is coming sooner rather than later made by disney and it's going to be fucking awful so the destruction of everything good by leftism and wokeness continues unabated i am johnny masker and if you're just joining us we are discussing the new woke forthcoming predator movie but if you've been watching from the beginning stop your grinning and drop your linen donate some cash and let's keep winning streamlabs.com forward slash johnny massacre please give generously so together we can massacre the mainstream media motherfuckers and fight for freedom we actually got a few donations which i'm very pleased to see we got a donation by core soldier gaming who donated ten dollars love your music love when i catch your shows keep it up thank you i love it when people tell me to keep it up i will call soldier gaming the ducks in 1977 donated five dollars Elian cat donated twelve dollars 21 can't see that zero anymore you damn right Trey Regardless donated $10. Hell yeah. Keep it up, man. I will. I love it when people tell me that. Just a mum donated $5. Said, when I lived in Japan, the Yakuza cut off heads of bankers who tried to collect on loans. Many people died by various bladed weapons. Given the much smaller population, I came to the conclusion, killing boiled down to weapon of choice dependent on culture. Hmm. <laughs> Sure, sure, yeah. I mean, Japan has a history of bladed weapons, so that makes sense. She donated another $5 and said, From the news, the UK has high bomb explosion numbers, B-A-T-S. Also, how ugly is acid throwing? BLM protests in CDA. Coeur d'Alene, truly peaceful. I guess that's sarcastic. Hell yeah, from Idaho. Thank you. And she dropped a link as well. Thank you. I will check that out. Lan, someone who I love, who knows all about communism and the fight for freedom said go journey go 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 massacre them commies you damn right i will thank you so much lan and the other day david asked me if i had received his donation so david yes i did is your avatar billy bob because that's billy bob donated 50 dollars and said calling fauci a goblin looking star trek looking cunt just earned you 50 dollars mate fuck yeah so billy bob are you david if you are i did receive your donation and it means a lot i really appreciate it so make sure you also follow my spotify playlist down below we have house massacre actually it's called massacre house and then i flip it for the techno massacre and finally we have london thunderground which is my drum and bass playlist i'm a dj and i know what the fuck i'm doing join my public playlist it really helps me when you do that and you can stay up to date and all the best sickest electronic music that there is speaking of music today i've got a really fucking great tune to end the show with that was recommended to me by the algorithm over on woke spotify after listening to the Skiaki song, which is basically the most famous Japanese song of all time in the West. And it's called Plastic Love by Maria Takuchi. Now, this is what's known as city pop. I didn't even know what city pop was before today. But as soon as I saw the name after hearing the tune, it just made complete sense. It conjures vivid imagery of being in a city. And if you live in Tokyo like I do, you really, really connect with this vibe. It turns out that I think Pharrell Williams 
who likes to wear dresses, but I fucking love him. He's a hero of mine. That's fine. Do your fucking thing. He's basically turned woke. It's not the fact that he wears dresses. It's because it's woke. And that's really hard to see your heroes go woke. But I, do you know what? I don't care. I love you, Pharrell Williams. I fucking love you to the end, mate. He made a city pop tune on the last Snoop Dogg album he produced that basically flopped. And I think it was called City something. Anyway, so it turns out City Pop's influence has reaches far and wide. The original song Plastic Love by Maria Takuchi was released in 1984. So what is it? On Wikipedia, it says on July the 5th, 2017, an eight minute fan made remix of Plastic Love was uploaded to YouTube by a user known as Plastic Lover. The video showed a cropped version of the cover of Takuchi's earlier single, Sweetest Music, taken by Los Angeles-based photographer Alan Levinson. Coinciding with the vaporwave genre's rise in popularity, the video spread rapidly throughout YouTube through the platform's recommendations algorithm. Its spread was also aided by internet memes, discussions on Reddit, and fan art of the Sweetest Music cover on platforms such as DeviantArt. The video garnered 24 million views before being taken down for a copyright dispute with the guy who took the photo that the YouTuber combined with the song. But the video was restored in 2019 with credit given to Levinson in the video description and thumbnail. Ryan Basil of Vice noted that the song is, quote, a rare tune that doesn't exactly need words to expertly describe a specific defined feeling, one of lust, heartbreak, love, fear, adventure, loss, all caught up in the swirling midst of a night out on the town, and called the song the best pop song in the world. On May 16th, 2019, the short version of the official music video produced by Kyotaro Hayashi was released on YouTube, running 90 seconds long. The full version, which runs approximately five minutes, is included in the DVD and Blu-ray release. So there's a real history behind the song and apparently it only sold 10,000 copies back in 1984 and now it has 64 million views on YouTube today and there was all these these copyright issues that nearly stopped it from its resurgence and the the genre of city pop and specifically this song has become really famous within the micro genres vaporwave and synthwave and to me it's basically Japanese yacht rock and it's fucking awesome. It, there's, the comments section is also awesome on this music video on YouTube. I go and have a look through it. One of 17,000 likes, which talks about, the guy says, yeah, after a night out in Shinjuku in Tokyo, getting a taxi and putting this on, that's what it's all about. He said something like that. 17,000 thumbs up. So for, for whatever reason, the current zeitgeist connects with this song from 1984. And when I play it to you, you'll see why. As for City Pop... To explain that, in Japanese, it's known as shitty pop, shitty pop, which is kind of funny. It's a loose category of Japanese pop music that emerged in the late 1970s and peaked in the 1980s. It was originally termed as an offshoot of Japan's Western-influenced new music, but came to include a wide range of styles associated with the country's leisure class and nation economic boom. It was also identified with new technologies such as the Walkman, cars with built-in cassette decks and FM stereos and various electronical electronic musical instruments so you want to hear this fucking shit well let's do it i'm in my underwear so i can't get up and get my headphones but i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm just gonna play it and listen to it through the speakers although that might create a few technical problems here we go this is this is plastic love by or plastic love i should say it in a samurai voice plastic love by maria Takeuchi. 
Oh shit. basically Japanese yacht music and it conjures images of the city especially at night and it really really captures the spirit of just vibing in Tokyo so that's a fucking tune thank you algorithm by Maria Takuchi that was plastic love I've been Johnny Mask and I tell you what mate you better be back for the next episode otherwise I'll be coming around your ass please make sure to like and subscribe and hit that notification bell because that is what all those other cunts tell you to do Laters.